0: Welcome back to Chosen, the Buffy the Vampire Slayer and Angel Watchthrough Podcast. I am the watcher of the show, filled with infinite wisdom and knowledge to guide my Slayer through her first ever viewing of Buffy and Angel. My name is Mel B, and I am joined, as always, by my Slayer, who is apparently mad at me. I don't know if I should be concerned about this. Afraid. Don't think she's going to rebel just yet. But anyway, welcome Marissa. Hi Marissa. Hi, Mel,
1: and yes, how dare you, and and other such things.
0: <laughs> well, I think um, that, that how dare you is going to have to wait, because it's not for the episode of Angel. I mean, Buffy. It's for the episode of Angel, not Buffy.
1: Oh, goodness. Words. You're getting everything messed up now.
0: Yes, I'm also watching my cats slowly destroy my life, but I can't do anything because <laughs> that will ruin the recording. Well,
1: you know... Isn't that just kinda of how life is? You watch someone else destroy your life and then you're like, oh, that was me.
0: My bad. <laughs> yep, I've got one cat on my PlayStation, another cat is playing in the curtains. They're just like attracted Hopefully. to this room when the recorder starts. Of course. That's that's when they know they can get away with most things. Mm. Well, yeah. And if you close them out, they sit there yowling and scratching the door. Of course. <laughs> who wouldn't because doors are not allowed to be closed in this house I because it's getting cold here we're getting into winter um, we've had some really cold days so I close up all the other rooms in the house and just have the heater on in the main room and by god the cats are upset by this and I'm like there is a heater go sit in front of it you're a cat but this door is now closed I something <laughs> might be happening in there and I can't see it scratch scratch <laughs> scratch, scratch scratch nothing's <laughs> happening in there no one's in there it's oh my goodness yeah it's good yeah. it's good <laughs> anyways <laughs> <laughs> um Buffy
1: we open up at an airport random okay that's fine I guess um but we watch people coming off of a plane and the Scoobies and when I say the Scoobies I mean Buffy Don and Xander are there because that's all that's left and, of the Scoobies <laughs> right and Xander has a sign that is hard to read, but it just says "Welcome back, Willow" in yellow. And he was wondering if she would get it. Yep. Because he made the whole yellow crayon Willow argument to stop her from destroying the world. Yep. And the thing I, I was love like, is that Buffy
0: and Dawn are so over the story. <laughs> yeah, Dawn's like, "How
1: did that go again?" And he starts telling it, and she goes, "No, no, no." <laughs> I already know. I, I didn't actually want you to tell me. <laughs> it's like, I remember. Um, you told me so many times. I remember. Yeah. So they're talking about how it's kind of weird that she's coming back and all these all this stuff. And uh, Giles promised that she wouldn't come back until she was all, you know, finished with her t- classes of how not to be evil. And Buffy had originally told Don and Xander that she had finished the classes, but she didn't. Yeah, yeah. Buffy has to confess that. (laughs) Well, she didn't finish, and Dawn's like, she didn't finish. She didn't finish being not evil. (laughs) That is rather concerning. I mean, yeah. Last time Willow was around, she did try to you know kill everyone. Mm, Exactly. You know, you 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 gotta do all you gotta do
0: all the steps of the five step program. Spend all your time in rehab.
1: (laughs) Yes. Don't ever give up. That's what I'm saying. So, everybody is off the plane, and Willow's not there. Dun, 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 so, they're uh, like, where is she? We don't know. But then, because we saw the clock at the hmm. very beginning of the shot. Yep. And then it goes back to that same clock at that same time. I was like, why are we watching a replay? But then Willow is there. Mm-hmm. Back in the game. Yep. I was so super confused cuz then she it, she walks past where they were and they're not there. Mhm. So I was like are they in different dimensions? Like what's going on? Yeah. I was very confused. It it
0: I I really like it cuz yes it is confusing at first, you You're know, like what's going on? Why why are they not there? Why is she not there? Huh? Right. Because <laughs>
1: everything else like, is exactly are, the same. Is it going to be like Groundhog Day for no reason? Like, why did this suddenly come up? <laughs> anyway, it's fine. So then we randomly get a kid doing graffiti. <laughs> ne'er-do-wells and their shenanigans. And like, there's this voice, like, whispering that this person's going to be in trouble for doing things he's not supposed to. And then he gets killed. Yay. That's what you get for causing mischief.
0: Yep. Yeah. Don't do graffiti, kids.
1: No the mischief. Monster will eat you. Yes. Um so we get Willow going to Buffy's house and knocking and nobody's home. Uh, this is where I said, are they somehow in different dimensions? Yeah. Willow goes, like, upstairs and goes into the room that her and Tara shared together. And I was like, mm. why do you feel the need to torture yourself about life? Yep. Uh, and Buffy, okay. Buffy has the room now, it appears. Yes. And Buff, uh, Willow has, like, a flashback of Tara getting shot, because that's good times. Yeah. And she notices that she's not in the pictures, Mm-hmm. On the bedside table. Ouch. And then her phone number's not in the conveniently laid out list of family phone numbers. Yeah. <laughs> Convenient <laughs> placing. Yeah, it's very good. And I was just like, "What? what is going on? And then there's like a sound from downstairs and she goes, Dawn, and drops the, the book and runs downstairs, but there's nobody there. So she goes to have a little uh, sleepy sleep on the couch. Mm-hmm. But then, we get the same time frame of the Scoobies walking in and yep. talking about how she definitely got on the plane to, uh, from London. Mm-hmm. And she might have gotten off in Chicago at her layover and then gone anywhere.
0: Yep. But or
1: she could have slipped away and actually never left England. Also true. Um, so... Dawn's thinking about avoiding Giles, and Xander goes, well, I've avoided Giles tons of times. Just meant I was lazy, not evil. (laughs) And Buffy goes, I hope you're right. It's a lot easier to defeat lazy Willow than evil Willow. (laughs) Um, And they go to, like, check the the messages to see if Willow called, and they hear the book dropping from upstairs. mm -hmm. And go up to check it out. It's just uh, a whole bunch of stuff is going on. In yep. his piece. Um, we get after they call Giles, and apparently Giles wigged out tastefully in <laughs> British. Um, so that was good, and he just doesn't know what to do, and so he's going to try to figure it out. But did yep. Willow try to call him, and he was in a all-day council the, meeting? So Buffy
0: called him that night, Willow oh, calls oh, him oh. the next morning.
1: Oh, 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 okay. Got it. So maybe he was in the meeting to try to figure out where Willow is. Could a been, Aha. yeah. Using he your head there. <laughs> um, so they go into the living room and they're sitting down on the couch where Willow in other dimensions is sleeping on the couch. <laughs> And so everybody is blaming themselves and Dawn's like, shouldn't we start blaming Willow at some point? <laughs> she is pissed at mm. Willow. Yeah, I I'm kind of I get it. Like I know, but I was just like, okay, calm calm your life. Please. I <laughs> thank you.
0: Dawn Dawn um, is like super relatable at times. I yeah. Dawn is
1: is me <laughs> all the time. It's fine. This is how I identify everyone. Anyway. Really? So, I thought you identified as Fred. Uh, well we're in Buffy Land right now, oh, so if you could just not. Can we not uh, can we not do this right now? <laughs> anyway, so uh B- Buffy's like, well, we can be here for Willow, but we can only be her so much if she won't be here. Yep. I was like, Yes, but she is here. There is that. But okay. Um, So I didn't understand something. Since she was so concerned about other people not being able to see her, not being able to see other people, why didn't she, like, call anyone's phone number?
0: Why didn't Willow call, like... um, Yeah,
1: anyone. Like, any phone number.
0: That is is a great question. I think she She figured if she just, you know wandered around she would find someone it's
1: sunnydale well the thing is she saw the numbers in the book upstairs and one of them is dawn's cell phone Mm. like no but it's it's a whole thing it's what they do in these episodes i'm just like could you be a human but okay yeah no look you got to
0: suspend logic to make these situations work in these shows sometimes and it's just part of the fun it's suspending disbelief and all that and well, I, i'm okay with i doing. demand answers it's dawn is uh, not dawn sorry willow was in an emotional <laughs> state was not thinking clearly
1: <laughs> right and her not thinking clearly leads her to go talk to anya who isn't exactly happy that she's back yeah Anya, <laughs> she just <laughs> <is> so <upset. laughs> She destroyed her her past livelihood, and it's all bad.
0: Yeah, Yeah. well, Willow went to the magic box because that's where people tend to be, but now it's just Anya
1: cleaning it out. Yes. Um, And she goes, Willow's like, yeah, I'm really sorry. Like, I feel really responsible. And Anya's like, you feel really responsible? You are really responsible. (laughs) She's... can't I can't with her she's too much she's
0: just she she is so brilliant and blunt and I love it but you know if you met someone like Anya in real life you'd hate her I'd hate them (laughs)
1: yeah they would be the worst person ever I would be like why do you exist but like (laughs) it's just so great in the show because we didn't have to actually put up with her exactly um she does go into a rant about how she has once been stopped asked to stop hitting somebody with their own rib bones (laughs) I would like to see that play out, yeah, in case you were wondering. <laughs> um, so uh, she starts saying like mean things to Will and Will. Is like, I can take it. I don't mind you saying these mean things to me, And I'm just like, that's not the point. You need to mind them for me to be happy <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're 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 meant to be affected. yes. <clears throat> um, going back through these notes. Uh, I wrote, instead of Vengeance D, my dose wrote VD, but then that just made me think of venereal disease. And so I couldn't (laughs) figure out why I wrote that until we were talking about it. I was like, That is probably something Anya does is revenge. Oh, probably. Sneaky. Anyway, um, so, you know, Willow asks casually, where is everybody nowadays? And apparently Anya was in Brazil yesterday. Those people love their soccer, I guess. i don't get yeah. the whole soccer thing but okay
0: uh, uh they do actually a... love their soccer
1: like yes, Brazil is aware. huge on soccer so that's what yeah. the reference is well every country in the world loves soccer but us <laughs> as in the u.s yeah you got your
0: gridiron and don't you like have don't you like have uh world championship baseball but it's only american teams uh
1: well (laughs) yes it's called the world series and yes it's only us and one team from canada we have one team from canada in baseball and in basketball (laughs) and we call everything the world whatever because we apparently think we're the best except false but okay Look, Whatever. look,
0: I've got a lot of thoughts about the stuff I've seen coming out of America at the moment. Can we not talk about it? Can we not? <laughs> okay. Can we not? Let's we will not do that. Let's stay with Buffy. Anyway. Let's stay with Buffy. Point is um Brazil soccer. Moving on.
1: Yes. Spike is insane in a basement. Correct. <laughs> and Willow's like, Spike? And like, what happened? And I'm so confused. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> but she does find she does find out that uh, Xander is leading the construction of the new gym where the old high school was, 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 and now the new high school is built on. Will has missed a lot. Yes. <laughs> um, and that Buffy works there. So let's go, let's go find Spike, apparently. Uh, okay. So we walk to the school, but Willow decides to take a detour into the construction site without proper dress or protective equipment. Yeah, yeah. Just, just do your really, thing, below. Really bright idea. Good job on you. <laughs> um, and then she finds a body with all of its skin ripped off. So cool. Didn't realize until later that it was the neer wells body. Yeah. Just so everyone's aware. It was the graffiti kid. <laughs> this <laughs> is him. Yeah, so uh, she leaves... And at the same time frame, Xander is showing Buffy the body and she's like, what, what, when? And he goes, well, I got here first thing this morning and called my guys to give them the day off because I didn't want them to see this. So I called you right away. And Buffy goes, I got to get a job where I don't get called right away for this stuff. Yeah. And they see in the distance the the, um, ladder moving back and forth on its own. Dun, dun, dun. So, um, so I my question was, how many people could actually see her?
0: What my understanding is, there... is only the Scoobies cannot. Okay.
1: That is my understanding. Like, anybody well, else she people... runs into. Right. The other things that she has interactions with are demons. Yeah. So, I just didn't know if other people could see her or, yeah. like, just demons. It was a whole thing. Maybe like I don't know
0: because she doesn't interact with anybody else exactly. during the episode. But,
1: exactly. Yeah.
0: So yeah, it could anyway. be demons or it could be, you know, anyone. Just but, the Scoobies can't. Yeah, anyone but Dawn, Buffy, and Xander.
1: Anyway, so uh, Willow is in the school and goes down to the basement to search out good old Spike because okay, <laughs> um, so he like pops out. And he's like, "This is my place. You need permission to be here." You need a special slip with a stamp. <laughs> he's he's back to insanity. Okay. Okay, sir. Um, so they start having this really, like, odd conversation. Um, I was like, so he just really stopped trying to be normal. But we, <laughs> it makes more sense when you add in the other element of this yeah. conversation. Yeah. Anywho. So he goes, you went away and you've been gone since... And she goes, Yeah, I needed to go, but I'm back now, as as you can see. Um, and so they talk about how there was a kid without skin found, and Spike's like, You did that once. Yeah. And she and I was like, Well, it can't be her. It just it just can't be. Hmm. But everyone seems to think it's Willow. <laughs> and Spike says, Everyone's talking to me. No one's talking to each other. And starts like laughing. And he says, Button, button, who's got the button? My money's on the witch. Yep. And Willow. Get it.
0: He, he, it's insane rambling, but how I interpret it is he thinks Willow's done something.
1: Okay. So, so he wrong. does blame Willow. Okay.
0: Yeah. Oh, he, no no no, she just did something. Got it. Yeah, it, he cuz he's worked out that nobody's talking to each other. So he's, he's the like the only
1: person sane here actually.
0: <laughs> he's like Buffy and Xander aren't talking to Willow. Willow's not talking to Buffy and Xander. Everyone's talking to me. Someone's mm-hmm. done something. I'm guessing Willow because Willow's yeah. a witch.
1: <laughs> because then it goes back and it's Xander and Buffy searching out Spike and they find him and it's a whole like same conversation but their half of it. Mm. So yes, this which... time he, this time he was being perfectly sane. He was
0: talking to both parties who were there instead of an yeah. unknown party.
1: <laughs> yeah, and Xander goes, "Boy, he's extra useful today." <laughs> <laughs> and uh so it started to make more sense why he was having that other part of the conversation. Mm. And uh, when he said the whole, my money's on the witch, and she's like, can you see Willow? He goes, Red's been a bad girl. (laughs) I was like, oh, could you not call her Red? First off, (laughs) I mean, I get it. Her hair. But still, she has a name. Anyway. Um, And apparently, he's still really, really keen on people needing authorization to be in his basement. Yeah who is giving this authorization is my question
0: Spike doesn't care, Spike wants to be left alone people need authorization to visit him, go away, thank you but
1: but who is giving the authorization, him? (laughs) who knows he's insane his his buddy something or other whatchamacallit the whole thing, whatever he's
0: whatchamacallit buddy
1: right No, no. what's his Um, whatchamacallit buddy I don't know Clem! Is Clem giving the authorization? <laughs> he should be. Anyway. I miss Clem. They, they, they do have a random Clem reference at the end of this episode. It made me so happy. <laughs> way more than it really should have. Anyway. um, So Willow goes to Anya's, because that's the only way to solve this nonsense. <laughs> and said, uh, Anya's like, yeah, come in, enjoy my personal space after you, you know, bothered me and came to my personal space (laughs) and so apparently Anya is surprisingly sensitive Mm. and she does ask if whatever Willow needs to do is difficult or time-consuming because she doesn't want to do it if it is Mm. but Anya is going to help Willow with whatever spelly spell she needs to do Anya's got jokes she goes this is gonna be sexy
0: So that's actually a reference to every time Willow and Terra did magic together. Oh, right. The lesbian thing. Yeah, it was pretty much, you know, a uh, metaphor for lesbian sex.
1: Love it. (laughs) Anyway. Oh, so this whole, okay, so they have a map of Sunnydale and they blow this dust and it shows dots of light where every demon is. Hmm. Did Tara and her do this before? A locator spell, yes they did. Okay. Um and so. Oh here goes, here goes me, Hello. <laughs> I just couldn't. Oh, she's too much. <laughs> so apparently there's a there was a lot a lot of lights underneath where Sunnydale is, because, mm. you know, Hellmouth and all. And the carpet gets ruined. And that's all that Anya was really concerned about in the first place. <laughs> um, and apparently, Anya can no longer tran uh, like teleport all willy nilly. She has to get permission um, because apparently that can that is a privilege, not a right. Yep, and it got taken and- off her after she reversed the um, worm spell last episode. Yes, so her boss isn't happy, mm-hmm. so that sucks for her. So she can't just uh, go to wherever this, wherever the thing yeah. was that uh, Willow was looking for. Anyway, so apparently Anya is also not thrilled with doing vengeance anymore. Apparently it's not as fulfilling as she remembers. Mm. And I was saying, well, if she was human for a while and didn't like being hurt, so maybe she doesn't like hurting others now. Yeah. But apparently, this whole thing did get a little sexy. (laughs) (sighs) So, we're back at uh, the Buffy household, and Mm. they're doing research, and we get the difference between, uh, we have to decide if this person was flayed or skinned. Probably either. Mm. Um, And Dawn is the new Willow with the computer skills, and... (laughs) Uh, <laughs> Dawn says something about um, viscera. She says uh, viscera, you know, like guts. And Buffy goes, she knows about viscera. Makes you proud.
0: <laughs> and She's uh, growing
1: up. Xander does not like discussing all this stuff because bleh. and he also calls Dawn terrifying. Mm. Which I love it. Um so apparently they found this demon that eats skin and drinks blood. Yep. And it does so by tearing off pieces of skin and eating it and then washing it down with blood. Yep. Lovely. Uh side note, ew. Yeah. It is Regular really Regular discussion. <laughs> yes. Um so they're like, well, uh to find out where this person went, they'd probably leave a trail of blood or at least the scent of blood. And you know what that means? And Xander's like, "What's going on?" which is his motto. <laughs> and what it means is they're going to get uh Spike to basically be a hound dog and follow the blood and show them where this demon is. Yep. It's it's smellimentary. Yes. Because Dawn, Dawn I is cute. Dawn is adorable. She wants to be a demon scientist, and I am all for it. Yep, yeah, I support her in her career choices. <laughs> Best. So they get to the end of where the blood is, and Xander's like, well, you were super helpful. And he's like, the cave is right over there where this thing is. So if you could not be a jerk, I'm insane. What's his excuse? <laughs> I did like that. I mean, basically. Yeah. Um. So did the quick side note, did Buffy, has Buffy ever told anybody about the soul thing? No. Okay. I didn't think so because it would probably change Xander's tune a bit, but mm. I didn't know if that had been part, well, probably actually not. He probably doesn't care.
0: But anyway. Yeah, he, hate, he hated Angel and Angel had a soul.
1: Well, he you was Andrew also in a- love with Buffy at that point, so it's kind of different. Xander and Angel were not friends, weren't
0: they? But not he really—they kind of got than along. He hated
1: Angel. Pardon?
0: He hates Spike more oh, than yeah. he hated Angel. He hates Spike more, but him and Angel weren't exactly buddy buddy during Angel's run on the show. I don't remember. It was—it feels like so long ago. Mm, yeah, like the they, Angel they, was on the show. They—they they got along, but they weren't like friends. Like I—I'll always remember "School Hard," which is Spike's first episode where Angel uses Xander as bait, and Xander is so oh, angry. Right.
1: That's, <laughs> I love that that's, scene. that's problematic.
0: Mm, uh, I love that scene to this day where, like, Spike sees Angelus
1: and he's like, Daddy! <laughs> he doesn't <ew>. say Daddy. <laughs> I know he doesn't, because, ew. <laughs> but anyway, he's thinking it. <laughs> y- right. Mm. Anywho. Need
0: more um, of those two.
1: Yeah. Right. Uh, so she, she hasn't told the guys about the soul. Uh, they go into the cave where Will is. Willow there yet, or she come uh, later? She she might have already been there. in. Oh, point she... is,
0: they end up locking her in there. At yes. some point, she enters and
1: she gets locked in. Yeah, because Don g- g- gets like stabbed by the by the demon who's. Poison makes you paralyzed, but doesn't hmm. actually kill you because then yeah. it uses the entire time you're paralyzed to strip, strip you of your skin and drain you of your blood. Mm-hmm. Um, and it will only you only be unparalyzed if the the demon is killed. Yep. Yep. So that's 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 problematic. I was confused how <laughs> they could be in the same place and still not see each other. But you get Magic. explanation coming up. <laughs> Uh, so, there's, there's whispering in the whole thing with this demon, because it's the worst. Uh, this is where I figured out that the body in the construction site was the ne'er-do-wells. Yep. Because it was the same voice speaking to Willow and to the others that was speaking to it. Mm-hmm. The ne'er-do-well. I'm, I believe it was a, a, a male. Yeah. I think. The anyway. ne'er-do-well was a male. Right. Uh, so he eventually, so they all had left to go take Dawn home to figure out what to do. And Willow is stuck in there, gets stabbed by the demon, and is paralyzed. (sighs) And it starts, so it cuts her, and is saying, like, no one comes to save you, they wanted me to have you. And it starts tearing off pieces of her skin and eating it.
0: Yeah. It almost rivals the uh flame, well the skinning scene uh, of Warren. It's so gross.
1: Y- yeah. And this is more drawn out. Mm. And I d- I don't <sighs> Anyway. <clears throat> um so they so they get Don home and uh, they call uh, they want to call Anya to watch her because they don't want her to throw up and choke on her vomit and die. <laughs> uh, but apparently she's like a, a doll so that they can just pose in whatever pose they want. Yeah. So that's helpful. Uh, Anya's um, so mean. Yeah, this is interspersed with uh, eating skin off of Willow and the yeah. whole, they helped me, too bad there's no one here to help you. mm <laughs> Um, so is Gross. And apparently, Anya is feeling very benevolent today. <laughs> helping Willow, helping you. And neither of them really make, uh, like, don't really react to her saying helping Willow. Yeah, it until, doesn't register. Until Buffy is talking and goes, Wait, you saw Willow? Yep. She goes, Yeah, she was looking for you, by the way. <laughs> um,. So, yeah, Dawn gets left uh, where she is in a position where she's sitting up on the couch with her hand in the air in the number one. I think they were going to make her salute. But yeah. who who could really know? She's not happy about this. No. Nope. Um, there's a line from the demon that is, uh, once they get here, inside me you'll already be. And I was like, hmm. Bleh. Bleah. Yeah, no good. So they get back to the cave, and I was strictly under the impression that the thing was invisible until Buffy was actually fighting it. Yeah. So good thing they can see this thing, because if not, then it would be a real problem. And apparently, the easiest way to kill it is through its eyes. Weak spot. Yep. Yeah. Um, but-
0: <coughs> That's all I got to say. Ew. Yeah.
1: Um, and uh, Anya's like, Willow, I'm here, but if they get too close in their fight, I'm gonna run. <laughs> She's <laughs> honest, <my> <laughs> right? Um, so Buffy eventually gets the upper hand on the demon and uses her thumbs to pop its eyes out, basically. Ew, ew, thumbs. Ew. <laughs> and Anya goes, Buffy killed the demon. It was gross.
0: Yep,
1: and I love so, I love uh, Anya giving a commentary to Willow. <laughs> She's just she should be a color commentary for everything ever. Can we get her on the uh, announcers table at a WWE event? Oh, that'd be so cool. Oh, so goodness, so good. Anyway, they bring her in in character. Yes, be the best. Anyway, so uh, she, Anya's like, I have to go get somebody. To help because she's really hurt. I know you can't see her but she's right here. Xander don't stand on her head. (laughs) And so they like. They just stay there with her. And they're like Willow we can't exactly see you. But we're really glad you're back. (laughs) And there's shinies. And then Willow appears. Yay. And she's just like oh I'm so glad I can finally see you guys. And she just goes. Don't go away. Xander goes, we're not going away. Buffy goes, you're going to be okay. She goes, I know. You're here. Heart. Straight heart. And
0: we say don't uh, fall over.
1: <laughs> yeah. She, she she snaps out of her paralysis and just falls over because she mm-hmm. wasn't expecting it. Anyway, uh, we have later on Willow is set up in Buffy's old room. Probably a good, good call. Um, They mentioned Clem, as I, as I said earlier, and Willow was meditating and she draws power from the earth to heal herself and Buffy's confused because she's on the second floor of the house (laughs) and and she's like, well, Giles believes that everything is the earth, like the air Mm -hmm. and everything. And she goes, I missed you when I couldn't find you. (laughs) I was like. Friendship hour is back, baby. And so, uh, Buffy goes, you know, we don't really know why we couldn't see you, but now we can. And Willow's like, well, I did that. She goes, what? What? So she freaked out about having to see them again, so she just wished that she couldn't see them again, and apparently since she doesn't know how to control her magic, she couldn't make it just be like an internal dialogue. It was her actually performing magic. Yep. Again, she's got to stop doing that. Yeah. Don't talk to yourself, people. This is the moral <laughs> of the story. Um, but uh, Buffy goes, you know, I really did think it was you that did that to that kid. And I don't, I want to trust you enough that I don't automatically think that. And she he, she goes, Xander never thought that. She goes, well, goes, yes, he did. He mm-hmm. thought it. But, hey, I, I thought it for a little bit, too. So I'm not <laughs> mad. She go, just goes, I just need you to try and trust that I can get better. Because I don't even know if I can get better. But I have to try. Mm-hmm. And she had said earlier that meditating was tiring. But then she moves to, like, do it again, and Buffy goes, I thought you were too tired, and she goes, it hurts too much not to try. (laughs) One day at a time, as they say. Yeah, Willow gives me feels. Yep, but Buffy lends Willow some of her strength and meditates with her. And all is right
0: with the world. (laughs) Yes. Um, So here's a bit of trivia that may or may not be true. So Dawn says to Buffy, and I can wear heels more often. It could be a reference that Michelle Trechenberg had asked to be wearing heels in Season 7 instead of sneakers all the time, but um, apparently, so this is according to Michelle talking in a panel at a convention, um, she was already significantly taller than all the other Scooby girls. So they didn't want to put her in heels and make her taller again, because she's meant to be well, young.
1: Well, she's a, she's a giant human. <laughs> she's supposed to be, what, 14? And she already towers over Buffy. Um, well, she's six, 16? She's meant to be 16 15. at this point. Okay, 16,
0: okay. Yeah. Huh.
1: <laughs> yeah, so, um, yeah, she's already giant, and they didn't want her to be more giant, got it.
0: Yeah, <laughs> she, she can't be taller than all the girls. <laughs> She already is, but she can't be like... They need them all in frame. <laughs> I understand. Um, they didn't so, want to have to
1: shoot it from three, three yards back.
0: Yeah. Um, yards are weird. Weird American people. Anyway, Sorry. Um, a meter. Hmm? I think it's the same kind of thing, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. They're, so. I think I think a yard is 90 centimeters and a meter is 100 centimeters. So okay. they're close. yeah um, So, international titles. You're going to love this one. Willow's World. Okay. (laughs) And vice versa. Both of those are lame. I thought you'd love Willow's World. I mean, it's cute,
1: but (laughs) who did that? The Germans. Okay, Germans, I see you. You better (laughs) next week. Um... Actually, you're probably not, because I already know the episode title for next week, so... (laughs) Well, you know the English one. Yeah, but it's anyway. Go ahead. Um, what did you rate this episode? Uh, pretty good episode. Um, hated the demon. Kind of lame. <laughs> uh, is it? Mm, I guess it's an eight. An eight? Okay. Yeah, I guess because there wasn't like anything moving it forward in the main plot, unless you uh, take Spike's rambling about needing permission. To mean something, but I don't think it does. Um, so. I'm surprised
0: I thought you'd really like it with bringing Willow back and yeah. I do like bringing Willow back.
1: <laughs> You're like, that's why it's an eight and not a six. <laughs> well, I mean, I really didn't like the demon. Yeah. As in. I thought it, it didn't make a lot of sense to have it. Yeah. Yeah, they just wanted a demon
0: that did what Willow did so we could blame Willow for a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I find it. I've one of my cats is crying. <laughs> I find it creepy AF the demon, mm-hmm. but yeah, I can see where you're coming from about it being a bit unnecessary. But <laughs> um, look, I'm probably gonna give it a nine. I actually really enjoyed it. Like having, I love ones where they do weird things. Like you keep going back and rewatching the scene, and it's different.
1: I really yeah. like that kind of stuff. Um, it's kind of funny, because just a couple weeks back, uh, me and the guys on Tales were talking about um, shows or movies like that. Hmm. There was this movie, uh, well, I mentioned Groundhog Day earlier. And then there's this movie where Jake Gyllenhaal is on a train and he has to keep, try- source code, where he has to keep trying to uh, find out who's blowing up the train before they blow up the train and it's kind of the same yeah. it has the same feel I was hoping it wasn't going to be like that the entire episode <laughs> was it? no <laughs> no I mean I just I, I was hoping it wasn't going to like something was going to happen where they had to like figure out this scene at the airport oh okay over and over again because that would have been annoying
0: yeah, no, that would have been really annoying. Anyway. Um your favorite moment?
1: Uh Well, Anya's pretty good in this episode. I do uh, I do like the scene with her and Willow talking outside of the magic box. That's pretty good. Funny thing, oh, my I favorite also, thing Oh, oh Sorry, I finish. also like the scene in the basement.
0: That's There's a good Spike. scene too. Mm. Which one are you going gonna to go the. I'm going to go Anya and Willow. Funny thing, mine is also Anya and Willow, but the scene in Anya's apartment. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Good. Yeah. All covered. And your character shout-out.
1: My character shout-out this week is going to go to Willow, because she back in the game, everyone, and... <laughs> She she was so worried that they were going to hate her that she made things worse <laughs> than <laughs> if she had just been, you know, visible the entire time. Um, but yeah. Um, I like Willow and I'm glad she's back and she's going to be trying to do what she needs to do to get better. So, good on her. Mine is going to go to Anya. Did I give it to Anya last week
0: as well? Uh, you might have. I don't remember. Yeah. Anyway, it's going to Anya for helping out like when she really doesn't have to like her life's in tatters she's meant to be a vengeance demon but she still helps mm-hmm. and she's a good person good demon good demon <laughs> um <laughs> next episode is called help
1: help like the song by the beatles isn't that by the Beatles? Yeah, it's by the Beatles. Um, I don't know. I'm going to The bleep. only I know it, the only time I've ever heard it is there is a scene in the movie Cheap by the, Cheaper by the Dozen where they're trying mm. to clean up the house and it, it has that playing in the background. Anyway. Um, help. So, you know how Willow's kind of having a hard time with this whole not doing the magics thing? Mm. Um, I think... So, hmm. I think she's going to seek out some kind of um, spellcasters anonymous. They've talked about that before being actually a thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think she's going to start attending meetings. Um,. And I feel like someone is going to be infiltrating that group to try to lure some uh, people away back into dark magics. And Willow's going to have to figure out how to not use magic, but also help these people get away from this uh, ne'er-do-well of the <laughs> You magic just like community. that word. I do. It's very good.
0: Okay, then. We yep. will see what happens next week. Excuse me. Mm -mm. Oh, my goodness. But in the meantime, want to go visit Las Vegas? Oh, yes. So here we are starting out in L.A., but, you know, L.A.'s not that far from Vegas. Isn't it? I don't know. (laughs) I don't live in America. I know they're a state apart ones on the coast, ones in the middle of the
1: desert. Valid. Both of those things are valid statements that are true.
0: I I, I pro- know stuff about America. You do. The distance between oh. Las Vegas and Los Angeles, I do
1: not know. Yeah. Um the losses. <laughs> anyway, um oh by the way, uh you know how you were super obsessed with squirrels while you were over here? Yeah. We fed peanuts to a squirrel today on our walk, and it got really, really close, so I have some really good pictures I have to send you. Oh, yay! It, yes. practi- it practically almost ate a peanut out of Leon's hand. I love it. Oh my god. Yes. I Yeah, when and I come back so to America. Fat. <laughs> <laughs> it was fat.
0: Yeah, it probably, probably gets fed a lot. It's good at this. It's figured out. Humans are a great source of food. Mm-hmm. But no, I loved the squirrels when I was alone in Boston. That makes it sound so sad. But anyway, <laughs> when I when I had my, like, day in Boston by myself, I was yeah. in this park and there was just squirrels
1: everywhere.
0: They were so
1: cute. Did you get one to, uh, did you get peanuts and throw them
0: at them? No, I did not feed the squirrels because there were signs. One, I didn't have anything to feed them. Two, there's signs telling you not to. <laughs>
1: Uh, well, we don't have signs here in the complex telling you not to feel, feed the squirrels, so mm. meh. While we're talking about
0: animals, how's, um, what do you call the cat? Gary. Gary.
1: We've seen Gary a couple times. Uh, he just wanders around. Uh, <laughs> haven't seen him in a couple of days, but he's been in and out.
0: Mm. Yeah. Gary. I, I love I love it when there's this, like, a complex cat that, like, everybody loves. Yes. I've caught people standing outside my apartment taking photos of Zara through the window.
1: I mean, Zara is beautiful.
0: Yeah, and she sits up so on her window, it. like looking down at her kingdom, and people just stop and take <laughs> photos of her. Isn't she the one that doesn't want to go outside? Um, she likes to go on the balcony, but if And roll she in the dirt. she she's harness trained and she'll walk on the harness, but if we go outside our apartment, she freaks out. Because it's big and open and she's got nowhere to hide. And she yeah. yeah runs under a bush or something and won't come back out. I have to go I re- under there and get her. I remember.
1: Her. I remember you being like, so I almost lost Zara today. Yeah. <laughs> but it's funny because she goes under the bush and she just
0: stays there. And just stares at me like, help. Do not like <laughs> you, this. You
1: brought me out here. Take me back.
0: Yeah. Pick me up. I do not want to walk. Pick me up and keep me covered. Put me back in the house. <laughs> Um, where I belong our balcony it's been raining really really heavily so our balcony's flooded and oh Zara doesn't understand why I won't let her out because if I let her out she'll go out in the, on the flooded balcony and walk through the water and like mm-hmm. put her belly in it and then come back yes. in and wet the house
1: like, didn't she no used problem. to like roll roll in the dirt that was on the balcony because oh, she, she could
0: she still does that if, if the balcony's dry it hasn't been dry for weeks it just keeps raining um, oh but that's disappointing When it's dry, you open the door. She goes and finds the dirtiest patch of balcony and just rolls in it and looks you in the eye as she does it. (laughs) She's like, what are you going to do about it, human? The funny one actually is the, uh, I call her the kitten. She's not actually a kitten, but she's younger than Zara. She goes out there and she started walking through the water, but she always, always keeps her right front paw up. So she'll take a step and then lift it up and just hold it up and look around while she decides where to go next. And I don't mean like it's just up out of the water. I mean it's up. She is holding it up away from the Calculating. Water. She yeah. does not want this poor wet, unless it absolutely has to be.
1: That's hilarious. <laughs> Anyways. Wow, that was quite the tangent. Anyway. Yes. Um, uh, Los Angeles to Las Vegas.
0: Did you check Let's how far? This. First no. of all, since you're in America, find out how far it is between the two.
1: Okay, I will. It was really pretty outside today, since I'm going to try to... figure out how to make this, uh, pause okay. It was actually really pretty outside today. It was 70 degrees, uh, Fahrenheit. mm -hmm. And, uh, like, the, the, uh, sun was out, and, like, there was this nice breeze, and it was, it was fantastic. It is four hours between Las Vegas and, um, Los Angeles. That's not far at all. No. You could do that in, in a, you could go there, hang out, and then come back all in a day.
0: Unless you're Angel, in which you only have the dark hours to drive. Well, yes.
1: <laughs> Anyways. Um, yes. We start with Connor fighting a vampire. <laughs> uh, the vampire does say nothing human can move that fast. Mm. And Connor's kind of like, well, I'm not exactly human. I don't know what I am.
0: Well, yeah,
1: I don't I don't know. Like, what the hell is he? I don't. He was born from two vampires, but has a heartbeat yeah I, I i got nothing <laughs> um so papa angel's watching over him making sure nothing goes wrong and he's like commentating to himself what he would tell connor mm-hmm. um and as he's you know watching all of this cordelia is also like uh because he says something about he did it or i knew he could do it and uh Cordelia's like, from above in another dimension, is like, Of course he can do it. He's his father's son. And talks about how he is a lot like Angel, especially with the broodiness. <laughs> and Cordelia is fed up. <laughs> she goes, So it's weird because me, remember me, the one stuck in Misty Magic Land for all of eternity? Could you figure out how to get me out of here?
0: Yeah, she ain't happy <laughs> up there.
1: No, she's really, really not. Um, Angel gets the uh, anonymous assist because he drops something that distracts the vampire and Connor gets to stake it.
0: Yep. And when Connor looks up, there's nothing there.
1: Ooh. Um, So Cordelia starts talking and she thinks Angel can hear her. He goes because he said, I know you're watching. And she goes, oh, thank God you can hear me because now you can come save me. And it's actually just Fred and Gunn. Yep. And because Cordelia goes, and you don't know what it's been like. And then it's Fred saying, we weren't spying. And she goes, oh, for crap's sake. <laughs> She's <laughs> fed up. Poor. poor, poor Cordy. I feel so bad for her. Yeah. Apparently Angel's been going out every night following around Connor. And he doesn't like to tell people his destination when he leaves. <laughs> and he needs to start doing that. Yeah. Um so Angel's like, We should go on a spiritual retreat. Yeah, we all need a break. Yes. Um and uh I wasn't exactly thinking Vegas would be a good spot for a spiritual retreat, but okay. That's fine. Yeah. That's yeah, about but,
0: it. Yeah, you might win on the pokies or you might see Lawn. I love love as they drive in.
1: Oh, man. I was like, ooh, maybe uh, Fred and Gunn could get married in Vegas because, you know, that's a thing. <laughs> um, Fred deserves better. Yeah. What? Oh, than oh then, married then they, uh,
0: okay. Then a Vegas wedding. Not then Gunn, then a Vegas wedding.
1: I was about to uh, defriend you and be like, uh, how dare you speak such nonsense against uh, the best couple ever? <laughs> anyway. Um, they start talking about different casinos and angels. Like, I remember when the Dunes was over there, and guns. Like, the Dunes got tore down ten years ago. And he goes, "I'm not talking about the casino, like the actual Dunes of the desert." <laughs> Apparently, he like knew the Rat Pack and he knew some other people that I didn't understand because I don't yeah. get cultural references that that much, especially uh, from could... the early '90s. For two seconds, let me find cultural
0: references in our thing,
1: and okay. I bet I'll tell them all. Um, I know what the Rat Pack is. That's like with uh,
0: oh, uh, Bug- Bugsy, Siegel. Bugsy, Bugsy Siegel. Bugsy um, Siegel, he was a gangster, I'm pretty sure. Okay, that checks. Anyway. Yeah. I'm not um, 100% sure. I'm just double-checking the source. Yeah, he was an American mobster. Okay, cool. 1906 to 1947.
1: Apparently there is a casino called the Tropicana which is super mm. super famous and they figure that Lorne would be singing at some dive but no. He's, he's like he's up the on the main big attraction. Mhm. Yep. Yes, Lorne, sing it. Oh. So he's up there performing and doing his best and oh, so good. <laughs> um and Gun like Gun, Fred and Angel got like take us to the show and they're like sitting there and they're like oh he's going to be so excited when he sees us. And uh, Fred, not Fred. Gun makes the observation no one seems bothered by the fact that he's a demon. And Fred's like, "Well, they must think it's all makeup like the Blue Man Group." You don't think <laughs> the Blue Man Group and Angel just goes only two of them. <laughs> So two of the blue man group people are uh, demons or something. (laughs) Something's up with that. I'm sure. I'm sure some fans have already worked out which ones. Oh, probably. Um. Yeah. Lauren's got great pipes, and he's the best showman ever. I love his um,
0: rendition of "It's Not Easy Being Green."
1: Yes. Oh, I don't think I've ever heard that song all the way through. Except for this scene, oh, so he's just so good. I just, <laughs> I just love it. Um, so Paco's on the bass, good times, and they start singing. I don't even know what that song is, but he's like going around to different people in the audience and having them sing part of the song.
0: It's that yeah, I uh, think. Um, the I, song is
1: called um, "Lady Marmalade." Yes, that that, yeah. and it's adorable and cute, and I love it. Hmm. So and he has backup dancers, the, the lornets. Perfect. And Fred being so excited is the cutest thing ever. Let's just, <laughs> just say that right now. Mm. Um and Gun just like, he better not stick that mic in my face or I'm going to be very upset.
0: Yeah, and they're waiting and just, they're waiting.
1: And he just ignores them and walks by. And it was like, yep. "Oh, that was that was rude." I was like, maybe, maybe he didn't see us. I was like, is he ignoring them on purpose? Hmm. So, he, there's this scene, this part of the scene where he's talking to a girl in a blue shirt. Her name is Vivian. And she just got accepted to culinary school, wherever, and this is her last night. Yes, Paris. (laughs) And this is her last night. So, it's her going away party. Hooray. Um... So, he, he goes about his uh, day, uh, into his show, and blah, blah, blah. So, we have AI waiting for Lauren to walk backstage or whatever. With all these other the fans. Whole right. And this is where we get the Angel was buddies with the Rat Pack, like Frank Sinatra, Ooh. and other people in the Rat Pack. <laughs> and... <laughs> So when he comes when Lauren comes out and just like signs a couple things for people and says he loves you to the crowd and ignores AI, I was like, he's in some big trouble and doesn't want to drag them into it.
0: Mm. So, well, he does want to drag them into it. He just
1: doesn't. He, he needs them incognito. <laughs> yeah, right. Fluffy. Got it. Um, so he goes back to his dressing room and he's got quite the assortment in his closet and this guy walks in and he's like, Lauren, my man, you did such a great job. Like, I really appreciate you doing this. Can we add another show? And Lauren's just like, I'm really, really tired. And if we could not do this, I'd really appreciate. He goes, oh, you don't want to do this right now? And the guy that had walked Lauren back to his dressing room punches him in the stomach. Okay. And... He sits down and, like, points... To, he has this whole, um, like, layout of the different seats. And he's like, this guy's going to be a senator in a couple of years. This, this person, blah, blah, blah. And he goes, and this girl, Vivian, she's going to have three five-star restaurants in a decade. Which is a lot. Mm-hmm. So, she's real good, apparently. Or is going to be. Yep. So... Um, at this point, I thought Lauren was figuring out who they should get close to, to take advantage of. Turns out that's not exactly it. But (laughs) we get that later. Um, and the guy's like, is there anything I can do to make things better for you, Lauren? He goes, no, I'm good. You know, uh, because he said, because if not, I can give another pink slip to one of your Laurenettes. Which means shoot them in the head. Yep. We find out. Um, We then go briefly and weirdly to Wesley and Lila having phone sex, basically, and I'm not about it.
0: Yeah, you're like, we're skimming this scene, it doesn't matter. No, it doesn't, Um, because it does nothing. We will just note that um, Wes will take Angel's clients while he's out of town.
1: Oh, right. Uh, Scumbag. (laughs) Anyway. Um, we have AI hanging out in the casino, doing some things. Uh, Angel normally uses his good looks and charms to get things done. Um, cause if you got it, flaunt it. Yep. Cause he normally does that all the time anyway. Uh, we have Fred and Gunn sitting down at a blackjack table to play. This is gonna be fun. And She's counting Fred, cards. Fred, <laughs> Okay, Fred's super smart. I don't think she's intentionally doing it. She's just really good at blackjack. Mm, She's counting cards. (laughs) She's super do... I don't think she's doing it maliciously.
0: Okay? She just, you know, she just happens to see and her brain just works it
1: all out automatically. She's a genius, okay? (laughs) And she's been having to draw up plans to break into... uh, Museums to steal things. So if she could have a break by just using her brain to count cards, don't don't shame her, okay? (laughs) That's all I'm saying. Okay. Uh, they were talking about Angel and how Angel's been off lately. I figured he could hear them because he wasn't standing that far away, but I don't think it really yeah mattered one way or another. Because
0: I I was in the same boat. I'm like because I haven't seen this episode in years. um When I was watching it, I was just there going, he could hear that. No, he hasn't. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> or maybe he
1: couldn't. He just didn't care. He was just like, "They're going to yeah. talk crap about me most of the time anyway. It's fine."
0: Yeah, this this show is um,
1: about me, so they need to talk about me exactly. So uh, Fred's like, "I really want to go try to talk to Lauren because I really miss him." And Gun's like, "Okay, my fun can wait." And she goes, "It's because you're out of chips, isn't it?" Because <laughs> he was. Well, yes. Um. So. Angel gives a note to one of the lornets to take to Lorne. Mm. Um, and then he gets, like, escorted out by security and they call him a stalker. Which I didn't yeah. really understand. Yeah, because, well, they don't want
0: too much attention on Lorne. They need the right kind and the right amount. That's it. I guess.
1: Yeah. Um, but also, we had Vivian from the earlier show getting a chip. That is to play a private game that could win her a million dollars. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> Anywho. So, and also Angel tells them that this place was much friendlier when the mob ran it. Yeah. I love so that. That's, that's good. Um, so, Gunn and Fred sneak down to uh, the hallway that's near where Lauren's uh, dressing room is and they're starting to feel like something's not quite right here. Because he has two guards standing outside of his door. And no one's really allowed to go in or out and the whole thing. But Fred, taking one for the team, puts on one of those skimpy little outfits that the Lornettes wear and is going to sneak in there by coming to bring him a drink. But they think that he she's there to... Um, Give him oral sex, basically. Yep. Yep. Uh, apparently, the demon doesn't bite. Not with his mouth, anyway. <laughs> okay. So she looked really good in that outfit. Just saying. <laughs> she, could have been, she could have been one of the girls. She could have been. And so she gets in there. And Lauren was, like, gonna hit her with a bottle. Because he thought she was, like, that dude that was coming in earlier. Hmm. And he doesn't automatically realize it's her but when he does oh, them together again <laughs> yep oh. and he's like he explains like I referenced Fluffy she's like yeah, I thought that was some it, show thing he goes it took you heroes long enough to come rescue me and she he does the, the whole Fluffy thing and she goes who's Fluffy and by the way no one has ever used that to mean what Lauren said it meant ever so See, it's ringing you a bell in
0: it, my head, and I'm like, part of me is like, is it ringing a bell because of Angel, or is it two seconds? Um, <sighs> Google. Yeah, Google's just going to save us all of this time. Yes. If it works.
1: So basically what Lauren says is that you ask about Fluffy, the dog that they don't have, which means I'm being held hostage against my will, or, well, against my will and hostage are the same thing. I'm being held mm-hmm. against my will. Come save me.
0: <laughs> the first thing that comes up is, is Fluffy a code word for fat? Ne- yes. So, yeah, yes. yeah, never mind. So, yeah, it's a code word for fat. Wrong code word,
1: Lorne. <laughs> yeah, it was super weird. But, I remember, but I remember I when she was to... like, who's Fluffy? Are you Fluffy? I Does he mean heard... something was Fluffy on me? That's inappropriate.
0: <laughs> I, I have heard, like, the general... You know, if you're kidnapped, ask about something that, like, doesn't exist to raise the person you're calling suspicions.
1: I've heard that if you're in a uh, domestic violence situation, you don't want them to know you're calling 911, act like you're ordering a pizza. Yeah. yeah. There's also so, something called an angel shot at um, yes.
0: bars. Yeah, we've, we've got those kinds of things. But um, the one with ordering a pizza, like, first of all, it has worked for a kid mm-hmm. whose mum was being beat up. But oh. I'm just thinking, yeah, like, it was on the news, this kid, um, it was starved this year, end of last year, kid called 911 and tr- was trying to order a pizza, and the person almost hung up and then said, nah, then there was just something not right. So I said, uh, is it safe for you to talk? And they said, no. And the mm. kid's like, "Uh, no, 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 no pineapple, please, or something like that. Oh, yeah. you know, yes, no pineapple ever on a pizza,
1: by the way. <laughs> That kid Pineapple is on pizza. going places. Pineapple no, on stop, pizza. all of you.
0: Anyways, <sighs> but the one thing, I, so it can work, but the thing I always think is if if you are in a domestic violence situation and you get to the point of calling the police, like an emergency 911 call, I always just imagine like it wouldn't be at the time, like when the person's like beating up on you and that's when you call 911. You call 911, because you're actually being beat up on and you're just going to call and be like, come help me. Not, I'm locked in my bathroom ordering a pizza. Nothing going on here. I don't know. Maybe that's just me having never been in that situation.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I, I have yeah. no direct stories, so. No, because I'm just saying
0: at the point where you call an emergency line for domestic violence, something is happening at that very moment, which is a really inconvenient time to be ordering a pizza.
1: Yeah, <laughs> well, people call nine one one here all the time for stupid stuff. Like, mm. um, there's th- someone someone called the a nine one one service in Florida to report that there was some weird object in the sky. It turned out to be a solar eclipse. <laughs> uh, people have called to t- say that their order at McDonald's was wrong. They yeah. call for a whole bunch of nonsense. So. Oh yeah, yeah. I I know.
0: Uh, who knows? Um, our AFP Australian Federal Police every so often will put up on Twitter or Facebook if this happens. It is not a reason to call nine one one. It's a reason yep. someone's called nine one one recently, and it's just like. <sighs> but anyway, point is, yes. he tries to use this code word. It hasn't worked. He's just lucky they needed a a vacation.
1: Yes. So there he goes. Um, he this dude that is in charge, my boss, is destroying people's lives. Uh, he steals their futures from them and sells it to the highest bidder. Yay! <laughs> yeah, the house always wins. Mhm. Yeah. Yep. The game um, is rigged. Yep, always. So Fred. Is gonna figure out a way to get Lauren out of here and we're gonna make a break for it. Okay? Okay. Yep. And uh, they eventually do. They, um, they send something that he was like not feeling well. And then they, the guys go in there and he sneaks out and they tie a rope around the handle so that they can't get out.
0: Yep, they lock him in. Yep. Um, meanwhile, Angel gets into the spin to win game. Um, he thinks and- something's. Fishy here. Yep, the apparently the guy who runs is called a croppier. Croppier. I, uh, I don't know. Nothing. The guy running the game wants Angel to leave, but Lee DeMarco, who runs the casino, comes in and's like, "Here, have a chip."
1: Yeah, he's like, "Ah, uh, how about no?" And tosses it on the table, but then it like moves into his spot where he mm. would have put his chip. Yep, and. Ding ding ding, the house wins and everybody's future goes away. Yep. Lucky people. Yeah, and they get a whole uh, cup of coins to or quarters, quarters to use on the slot machines that will never hit. Yeah. Yep. Um something that happens later. You you thought
0: it would be a lot of quarters for um for three hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, so that's uh one million two hundred thousand quarters. That's a lot.
1: That would be super heavy.
0: <laughs> it's like what hopefully it they'll, Yeah, oh yeah, I'm like I was about to say, hopefully they'll let him like bank it there so he can just come back for quarters as he needs it, rather than making him, you know, walk around with um, 1,200,000 quarters
1: in his pockets. Well, in okay, his very large figure, bags at that point. Let's figure this out because a quarter weighs 5.67 grams. So 5.67 times 1,200,000 would be... Six million eight hundred and four thousand grams, which I don't six. know what that is.
0: Yeah, yeah, wait a six million.
1: How many after that?
0: 000. Eight hundred and four thousand. Zero, zero, zero. Oh, wow. That is a big number. It's like. Um Thirty-one. No, wait. How many? <laughs> I my phone is tiny, and I'm trying it would to be like
1: fifteen thousand pounds for anybody in the U.S. That's a lot. That's more than a ton. I'm yeah. pretty sure. It it's is. It is. It is way more than a ton. Fuck.
0: Sorry, I swore, but that is. No, you're lot.
1: fine. Yeah. So super heavy. That's all I'm saying. Anywho. Yeah. Um, but Angel is a vampire, so he could probably do it. Oh, probably. It'd be, like, walking around <laughs> money for him. Um, <laughs> so, uh, they... The guy that is the, the uh, head honcho's bodyguard or whatever finds yeah. out, he's like, Hey, uh, I printed this up on this dude that, you know, broke into the game and sold his uh, future anyway. Uh, mm. He was supposed to be a major player in the apocalypse. Yep. So he goes, "Hey, let our brokers know, and give that weird law firm in la- uh la- uh LA a call." That yeah, Something. that weirdo law firm. Hmm. <laughs> Who could that be? No idea. Yeah, no idea. Um, I do love Lauren's incognito outfit.
0: <laughs> yes. Just saying,
1: it's just a trench coat and a hat. Okay. Um, so they kept, like, trying to, like, walk through and, like, get out, and it looked like they were just walking past the same place all the time, and the casinos are super confusing because they're supposed to be. It's science. Mm. Yep. Um,
0: I love, so they find Angel, and they're telling him this plan, like, you're gonna have to hold off the bodyguards, we'll get the car, come meet us at this point, and Angel's just so noncommittal.
1: He's like, meh. How about how about I just stay here and play the slot game? <laughs> I, I, I was over, I was over there and now I'm here and this is where I am. Yeah. Oh boy. <laughs> so they're trying to get away from these uh, security guards and well, well, dang, Lorne doing things. He was spitting Mad Bars, sings into this microphone, like breaks all these lights and glass and stuff. Yep. Yeah. To to cover their escape. (laughs) And as they get outside away from all the bodyguards and stuff and the security guards, Gunn starts reading Lauren the riot act. Mm -hmm. He thinks Lauren did this to Angel on purpose. (laughs) And so Lauren's like, dude, I never wanted to do any of this. The mm. only reason I even do this to begin with is because if I don't, they will blow out one of my backup dancers' brains out in front of me. So, yep. the yeah. First,
0: yeah, he refused the first time, and DeMarco shot a girl in the head right in front of him and said every time he fails to cooperate, that's what he'll do.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, if if it would mean that I would prevent someone from being killed by doing this, I would have done it too. Mm. Because Lauren is the kindest demon on the planet, so Uh, what what, about Clem? What about it? Well, no, (laughs) Lauren,
0: (laughs) Lauren all day. Um, yeah, it's a weird because yeah, he can justify it, and Lauren can justify it because these people whose uh, futures he's taking, they still survive. Like it's a meaningless existence in a casino, but they're
1: alive. They just sit in the casino playing these, uh, you know, games that will never hit. Mhm. so this is Vegas if you lose it here you don't get it back basically the yep. moral of the story and Gunn goes back in he tells Fred to get Lauren out, out of here and he well, goes back he, says, he, goes,
0: he he says be ready to get out of here but I'm gonna go get Angel
1: Yeah. he goes Angel we've got to go you're screwed and are only gonna keep getting more and more screwed if you stay here I love how we Asks Angel if he even knows who he is. He goes,
0: of course I do, Gun. You're my friend. Then just turns back to the slot machine. (laughs) I know who you
1: are. Not (laughs) dumb. Mm. And at this point, we get Cordelia in her shiny, uh, other earthly goodness being like, Angel, you dummy. Get out of here. I can't help (laughs) you, but I need to. Mm. Did, Did Cordelia somehow intervene?
0: Yeah, so we get to that in a minute. Um because so the security guards get Lawn and Fred, they come and get Gun and just leave Angel behind on the slot machine he's and no drag them off. Yeah. Yeah, he's no threat. Just drag them off and um yeah, so Cordy's there like shouting about how she is like has all this power that she's not allowed to use and she needs to influence, she needs to do something.
1: Yeah. And yeah, uh, so yeah, she question... makes Angel slot machine drop Yes. My question is, so if they gave her this promotion to do things, what is she's not doing anything. She's just sitting Mm -hmm. around. She's in quarantine, basically. Not allowed to leave and do stuff. She
0: can just observe. That's That's all she's allowed to do.
1: Yep. She's not doing any more good than she was doing. She was doing more (laughs) good on Earth. Yep. Yep, they took her out of the game. uh, Why? Hmm. Why? Because... Okay, Skip was all like, oh, you're going to be able to do all these great things if you take the promotion. Mm-hmm. But no? Okay. I would, I would have serious words with Skip. That's all I got to <laughs> say. Anywho. So yeah, Cordy intervenes somehow, some way, and makes the uh, him get all, like, what, double diamond, whatever. Triple I diamond, think it was. yeah. Yeah. So it drops, and he won... Three hundred thousand dollars in quarters and a car. Well, no,
0: they give. They decide to give it to him in quarters. He won three hundred thousand dollars and a car.
1: <laughs> okay. Well, he because that's won. what happens
0: later. They they later in the room. What Demarco pretty much says is, it was a glitch in the machine. Give him his money in quarters and send him back out. Give him
1: one million two hundred thousand quarters and be done with it. Yep. And count them all out individually.
0: (laughs) Oh, Um, that poor worker who has to do that.
1: Yeah. But before that even happens, uh, we do have the boss saying that, promising Lauren that he will be the only one hurting and that his friends will die so quickly they won't feel a thing. So that's encouraging. Mm -hmm. And uh, Cordelia also calls something a whatchamahoozits. So that's good. (laughs) Um, yeah, Car- what'd you think the, the boss's name was? Carl? D- DeMarco. DeMar- Lee DeMarco. Okay. I don't anyway, where got Carl from. I don't know. <laughs> so he wants the vampire brought to him. He says, are you playing games with me? And Angel's like, you gotta play to win. <laughs> um, someone puts a gun in Fred's face and no one gets away with that. Nope, because that's what makes Angel start fighting, and so is Lauren, and so is Gunn, and blah blah blah. And Lauren gets something in his hands, and he's gonna smash the thing that has all of these people's futures in it. Hmm. And uh, Demarco's like, you know, Lauren, we we can figure this out between the two of us. Like, you can go back to doing one show, and you only have to give me whatever. And he goes, no, and smashes the thing. Ta da! Everybody gets their futures. Well, everybody mm. who, who was in that gets their futures back. Ta-da. Yep. Yep. And including Angel, which comes up with this whole
0: thing where Angel's like, you know, I didn't have a destiny or anything. How come I fought? And Lawns like, you don't need a destiny. You have friends. And that doesn't change. And
1: all this stuff. was like, <laughs> The people you love are part of your destiny. And no one can take that away from you. Heart. There we go. Heart. Um, but anyway... Angels like this room is familiar to me, and uh, apparently, and he said that earlier too. Yeah, and Elvis and Priscilla's wedding reception was in there, and Angel wasn't really supposed to be there. He just kind of was. Yeah, <laughs> and they had peanut butter and banana sandwiches or something. <laughs> that actually sounds good. I wish they had. I wish they had changed it instead of it being sandwiches. I wish they had said it was peanut butter and banana quesadillas, just to kind of give that little uh, nod to Buffy. <laughs> oh, sad. Anyway, apparently, old timey Angel is drunk and surly. So, mm-hmm. good times. Yeah. Um. So we're all gonna go back to to Los Angeles. Warren is back. I love my life. Everything's back where it should be. Uh, he does the whole people you love, part of your destiny, blah, blah, blah. But he has to pee, so he's going to go inside. Um, mm-hmm. And then Fred says something about wanting to take a long bath, and Gun's like, can I get in that bath with you? <laughs> and apparently, yes. So, sexy. Okay, guys. Calm down. <laughs> okay. So, this scene right here. Mm-hmm. They walk in, Angel walked in before Fred and Gunn, so Fred and Gunn walk in behind him, it's a shot of Angel's face, and they walk in and they're stunned just like Angel is. And then it's a camera, oh, sorry, I hit my microphone by accident, <laughs> They the camera goes to the back of a woman dressed all in white, and it is mm. freaking Cordelia back up in the pink <laughs> what? But but who are you people? Uh, you, mm, Cordelia has no memory, so this is fun. Mm. You gave me back Lorne, which I could have loved you for. You gave me back Cordelia. Which I also could have loved you for, but yeah, <laughs> ruined it all by taking away. I, I say you, but I mean Joss or whoever wrote <laughs> this nonsense. Uh, you took it away from me by saying that Cordelia has no memory. What? Yep. What? Nonsense and shenanigans, balderdash, it, it, hooligans doing things. I I can't. <laughs> Tom Foolery. Did I already say Tom Foolery? Maybe. <sighs> <laughs> I'm bad. This I was going to say, ridiculous. you're mad, bro? I'm so mad, bro. <laughs> How dare you? Um, That's all. A
0: little bit of um, just no. trivia. Go ahead. Um, they're talking, look, I'm going to tell you now, there's not that annoying plot where Angel Investigations always has financial difficulties. That's over after this episode, which it could be. they
1: had the $300,000 in quarters. Shh. <laughs>
0: Just let me finish, because when Fred and Gunn are on the card table, Fred has a huge pile of chips in front of her. Yes, she does. She'd previously said in the episode Fredless, so back last season, that she could go to Las Vegas and win the money counting cards. (gasps) Further to this, Angel also won just over $300,000 and a car on the slot machine, but we have to consider that overthrowing the owner of the casino before collecting may have nullified that
1: prize. Are you telling me that Fred actually was counting cards and not just I, being a genius? I am so mad. I told you. I was trying Willow to you, is, Willow is listen. back in my favorites, but how dare you, Fred, first of all. They needed money. And, like, no one Weird. else could win at the casino.
0: Oh, and Wesley's stealing all their clients, so Okay. Well, mm-hmm. here's another one. Alexis Denisoff, being Wesley, um, only appears in this episode because the runtime was short. So Joss Whedon wrote a scene with Wesley in his apartment running his new organization, having phone Stupid. sex with Lila, just to get the extra
1: time. Stupid. You could have written a whole other little Lauren scene. How mm-hmm. dare you? I don't approve. Yep. So this was actually
0: filmed in Las Vegas. Um yeah. And in the scene where Fred, Gunn, and Lorne are fleeing through the streets, um, you can see onlookers in the background being held back by barriers as uh, news leaked that Angel would be filming there.
1: That's cute. <laughs> My friend lives in Las Vegas.
0: Oh. There is
1: another... She's... Hmm. What? Uh, don't finish? Sorry, I've just found another little piece of trivia. No, she, she lives in Las Vegas and, like, with her parents and... Hmm. She says it's super duper weird with everything being closed down there.
0: Yeah, it would be. It's a ghost town. What were you saying? Um, so o- the only two main cast members being Alexis Denisov and Charisma Carpenter, who didn't go to Las Vegas to film. Um, the irony being Charisma Carpenter's from Las Vegas. That <laughs> 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 She didn't get to go home.
1: <laughs> oh, that sucks.
0: <laughs> it's like, you stand oh. in the studio in this bright light while we film you.
1: Yeah, it'll be fine. You don't get to go. You don't get to go on a trip. Funny. Mm. Are you ready for our international titles? Oh, I guess so.
0: The house always wins. The casino always wins.
1: Lame. Both of them. (laughs) Move on. What did you rate this episode? I really liked this episode, especially because Lauren came back. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the fact that Cor- okay, so Cordelia not having a memory is very interesting, even though it's frustrating. This mm-hmm. episode got a higher score than the Buffy episode this week. It got a nine. Nice, yeah.
0: I gave it a nine and a half. I really I enjoyed think, it.
1: I think because it was brighter, mm-hmm. as in like there was more light. These episodes are always just so dark and monochromatic, and I'm just like, Can you not? Can we get something different? <laughs> yeah, so maybe that's why um, I enjoyed it so much more than the normal uh angel episodes.
0: <laughs> Fair enough. Um, yes, so, um, your favorite moment,
1: everything that Lauren ever says, um, actually. I think it's gonna be when Cordelia is watching over Angel being a zombie in front of the slot machine is like, uh You gotta do something, so I have to intervene somehow to make this hit. And does. <laughs> it's interesting.
0: Yeah. Um, I'm torn. I have a lot of um moments. Like I love Lauren singing, I love Cordy, I love um when uh, Angel is like bought into the back room and he's all just you know de-destined and just like hmm <laughs> yeah um, yeah I can't choose one <laughs> okay
1: <laughs> and your character shout out my character shout out this week is gonna go to Lorne of course cause of course it's Lorne's episode yep agreed he was king of Las Vegas, except that he was um, in, in being an imposter of the king of Las Vegas because he was actually being controlled and uh, he was just doing it so that people could live instead of getting shot in the head. Yeah. So good on you. <laughs> and you came home. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Mine is also going to lawn for the same reasons. Hooray. Hooray. <laughs> so um, next week's episode title Hmm.
1: slouching toward Bethlehem. Okay, so Cordelia's got no memory, so we're going to have to try to find out how to get her memory back from the powers that be. The whole Bethlehem thing is probably a reference to some kind of savior that can help them find uh, get her memory back. Don't know who that's going to be. Maybe... Connor is the key, because he's kind of like, uh, he was kind of like Vampire Jesus. <laughs> okay, so there.
0: I look forward to watching that episode. Me too,
1: actually. <laughs>
0: <laughs> See what happens next. But in the mm. meantime, people should write us some emails. They can contact us, mmpodcastnetwork at gmail.com. Our website has been updated, mmpodcastnetwork.com. We are on Facebook, mmpodcastnetwork. There's a theme here. Or on Twitter, at mmpodcastnetwork. If you want to tweet me personally, I'm at
1: melbickett. And Marissa, where can people find you? They can hit me up on Twitter and Instagram, at rissaroo312. People should rate and review us on iTunes. If you happen to like Harry Potter, maybe check out a little podcast called Tales from Godric's Hollow maybe if you're interested just maybe until next (laughs) until next week we will sway you later guys